0: Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to the Fate of Ison, I'm DM Brad, and while we recharged the Squadeth batteries before chapter 6, we're going to go back in time and take a look at the backstory of everybody's favorite cloud demon, Arcus. This backstory features Jules Daniel in their usual role as Arcus, and amazing special guests Troy Malcolm as Zeph, and George Finn as Fergus Squalor. And excitement alert... Alarm, 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 whoop, whoop. Instead of using d d in these episodes, we are playtesting a game that I made up called D12 Go. It's still very much in the testing phase, and by that I mean I'm literally amending the rules as we play. But if you like what you hear and want to try it out for yourself, just get in touch uh, on social media. Those are all at Fade of or email Eisen at gmail.com, and I will send you the rules. It's that simple. And uh, yeah, uh, the game uses a single 12-sided die. Um, hence the name D12GO. And why uh, why don't you go buy yourself one of those from our awesome partners, MetallicDiceGames.com Nice way to uh, really organically slip an ad in there, Brad. If you use the promo code FATEOFISEN, you can get a sweet, sweet, delicious discount. Uh, nice. So MetallicDiceGames.com, promo code FATEOFISEN. Okie dokie, without any further ado, let's jump into the realm of Arcus and the Cloud Demons. Cool. I might not, but I might slip into it. Hey! Sometimes you call I'm me duels. Sure. Boo. <laughs> the... <laughs> way to start. Oh, <laughs> this is gangbusters. Um... <laughs> Uh, Welcome, everybody. Hello. Thank you for joining me.
1: Hi. Hi,
0: Brad. Hello. Who who do we have?
2: Oh, is this the bit where uh, this is actually my first time um, doing a live D&D podcast? I'm
0: doing this and and I'm bringing you into it so well.
2: (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I'm George Finn. Um, Do I do my character bit now? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm George Finn and uh, tonight I will be playing the role of Fergus Squalor. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the heir to a very morally ambiguous, uh, magical, noble cloud
0: family. Would you liken your character to any other from pop culture, perhaps? Um, Yeah, I kind of, I
2: kind of, you know, I feel like I'm always the hero in in life. So I want to play sort of a sort of a Zuko type character, you know, I'm a Draco Malfoy uh, sort of-esque role, Um, you know, because I feel like Draco Malfoy for me was actually the, the Harry Potter character I related to the most, you know, and I really want to sort of give that character justice.
0: Yeah, I imagine a lot of people feel exactly the same way. Mm. Mm. And everyone's really into uh,
3: Harry Potter right now as well. It's just... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good timing. Yeah, it's super yeah, it's super Harry Potter at the height of its trend. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we talked about in, in one of the previous episodes uh, how our favourite thing about Harry Potter was how it was written by... Um, <laughs> who did we decide Daniel Radcliffe for? <laughs>
0: no one well no one no one knows for sure who no one no one knows it just appeared one day I picked it up and was like i'm i'm only a child but this should be a movie and i should be in it it was gilderoy lockhart
3: (laughs) i like to think it's just a a room of monkeys (laughs) all typing (sighs) away on typewriters and they just managed
1: to like chalk it out
3: it's incredible yeah
1: (laughs) um
0: and who else do we have
1: Hey, I'm Troy. I am going to be playing a lovely tanky cloud boy named Zef. Uh, He's been a friend of Arcus's forever, and he's going to protect them no matter what. Uh, I personally identify as a Bogart from Harry Potter, the thing I fear most. And (laughs) becoming what other people fear most, but this time I'm just going to be a protector. Little tanky boy.
3: Love that for you.
0: Thanks. You tanky cloud
1: boy. Nice. Uh, Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove, like just there <laughs> yeah. as a dim-witted protector.
3: Yep. Um, I mean used... you also voiced
1: by uh <laughs> what, Patrick Warburton. Name?
0: <laughs> yeah, Patrick Warburton, yeah.
1: <laughs> Not tonight.
0: Unfortunately. Um, and of course we are joined by uh none other than i'm i'm jules i'm jd
3: i play uh you might remember me from such podcasts as this one but earlier uh (laughs) i'm i'm a cloud demon and and this is a story all about how my cloud life got flipped turned upside down um so come on to the story i don't know the
0: rest of the lyrics
3: Sit right there. I'll tell you how I was a cloud demon in the air. <laughs>
0: Woo. I was gonna say, uh, can we make you that the bell of
3: fresh air? <laughs> yes! Oh my
0: god! Because you're a cloud. Um, I'm a cloud. So <laughs> yeah, to, to give to give listeners um, a little backstory and on. on what we're doing uh this is a backstory for arkus uh so as listeners of the podcast will know arkus joined us in chapter five when they were unwittingly and unwillingly dragged into the material realm by uh, ah. the passing the passing spirit of hodge the wolf as it was being resurrected so arkus was sort of just dragged out of their own home realm uh in the middle of whatever their life was and we don't know much about it yet um, but hopefully this will fill in some blanks. Uh, we have, so first we'll, we'll go through the setting, which is, uh, we've, we've sort of collaborated a little bit on together, um, Jules and I, and also in the group chat regarding this game. Um, so we are in an elemental sub-realm, um, devoted mostly to Tritora, the god of weather and elements. What do you guys think would be the name of your realm? Throw some words uh, at the wall and see what sticks. Come on,
2: guys. It's obvious. Skyland. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's our working title, Skyland. Uh, there's no no idea. And we're
3: Skylanders.
0: Idea. Skylanders. Wait, fuck. Oh, no. I'm character is a full dragon. It's inexplicably in a
2: franchise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should we work with Skyland or should we workshop something else? Land of sky.
3: Can we? Can we? Can we just like? Um, let's. Uh, anyone got a thesaurus? We'll just swap the words with something that means the same thing. What's another word for sky? Um, air. Air. Right. Okay. Air. Ground. Wait. No. Air <laughs> ground. Well, the problem is. Okay, I, see, I can see with the, sort of the creative compromise here is that land is in a lot of ways
2: the opposite of sky.
3: It kind of um, is, isn't it? Uh, maybe maybe kingdom. Air kingdom.
2: What about sky cloud?
3: But where clouds? I feel like that's okay, confusing.
2: Okay, yeah, okay. I uh, know, I see.
3: Okay, it's the we'll, whole ginger man problem. Ginger man, gingerbread we'll, man problem.
0: We'll circle back to the name uh, before yeah. we start talking about ginger men. Um, gingerbread men.
3: When they live in gingerbread houses and it's like they're living in a house constructed of their
0: own flesh, you know? This is this realm is somewhat similar to that situation. I, that's as, uh-huh. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, what if so was, yeah, we are in a currently unthinked. run,
2: run. Time. As in, run, run as fast as you can
3: uh okay i, mean, you know, it's I think we're
0: <laughs> we're getting a bit abstract yeah. so <laughs> this back. as yet unnamed uh elemental subrealm um in which the what citizens are mostly uh cloud demons although you don't call yourselves demons that is a uh that's a term that is used Um, it's sort of a blanket term for any outer realm creatures that enter the material realm, so people from the material realm might might call you demons, and you might call yourselves demons when you're in that realm, which you really have no natural business being in, Uh, but in your home realm, I think we decided you are called Cumulus. Yeah. So each of you is a Cumulus, and there's also uh, various flora and fauna of different types of cloudy consistencies, um, you don't need to eat. Citizens here sort of get sustenance from the atmosphere itself. And sort of there are different types of air and different ways to ingest it into your body that, in, you know, consider um, that's the variety in your diets. So there's different ways that you get sustenance from uh, the atmosphere. The, the world itself is made up of lots of different floating kingdoms, all orbiting over a giant or not giant, actually quite a small globe of water that is referred to as the great puddle Uh, each of these cloud kingdoms is sort of arranged much like a a kingdom in the material realm uh, usually starting with a city and then building outwards into smaller towns and villages and rural areas on the edge on on the edge of your cloud
2: let's jump in there and ask a question so in rural areas so there would be uh, a sort of a sky comparison to say like cows there's like cloud cows and cloud fun, yeah.
0: And
2: like cloud,
0: yeah. Why not? Let's let, let's have some fun. This is this yeah, world. Cool. Um, I've come up with uh, a lot of the ma- the major concepts of it, but I'm very welcome to suggestions for filling it, filling it out and making it feel real. Um, so we can I have feel cloud I'm cows. In the character of be,
2: that they like good, strong, full, fat sky cow milk. You know. Mm.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I can help you out. I,
1: I, I think I claim to um have been helping out on a sky cow farm.
0: Okay, we've got sky cows. This is all canon now, sky cows. Milk and is disgusting,
3: and you're both disgusting for facilitating this. That's all I can say.
1: <laughs> this is your backstory, buddy.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: disgusted. I apologize to anyone listening. Can we call you all the milk squaddeth, please? <laughs> Actually, no, let's not do that. That's foolish. Yeah, so the world is made up of these floating kingdoms, all orbiting over this um, globe of water. Uh, Each kingdom is ruled by either a royal family or, in some cases, a democratically elected um, governing body or like governing committee. This uh, your kingdom is ruled by a royal family and nobles, of which Arcus is a part. Have you decided what level of noble member you are? Like, what rank of royal family? It's it's not it's not incredibly
3: high. It's, I would say, like, a, a second duke or something. Like, there's a possibility if a lot of people died that Arcus could be in here, but it would have to be very, like, England history level of fuckery, you know?
0: Like, 27th in line for the throne.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's a ways away, but it, potentially, if everyone else dies, then... Um, I don't know. I'm making it sound like we're leading to Arcus becoming king, but he disappears.
0: <laughs> yeah, one one thing is one thing is set in stone for this story is no matter what happens uh, during this adventure, eventually Arcus does get swept out of this world and into Ison. Um... Spoilers. Spoiler for anyone joining us at this stage. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, this globe of water far below all the floating cloud kingdoms is called the Great Puddle. Uh, And all liquid in this realm eventually falls into the puddle, uh, including citizens whose vaporous forms liquefy upon their death. Dying is referred to as becoming part of the Great Puddle, or being puddled, or getting puddled, something to that effect. Uh, And some cumulus, not all, but some, believe that the puddled are gone forever, uh, but others believe that they eventually get reincarnated as the Great Puddle evaporates. So this religion is called the Water Cycle, and I'll let all of you decide which side of the coin you fall on. You're either believers or non-believers.
1: Oh, I'm a non-believer. That sounds ridiculous.
0: Evaporation? Ooh, what is this?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think my, I think, like, my character has a strong scientific mind, you know, and so he's very much on the... the I think he I think he believes that the, the evaporation process there is sort of in a fringe science type of way. He's quite committed to that idea of, you know, life uh, returning, you know, in a way.
0: This would be one of those rare occasions where believing the science is believing the religion.
3: Mm. Mmm. It's it's almost like some sort of science religion, like...
0: Let's call it Scientology. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Scientology. Scientology. Scientology.
0: Okay, let's take a vote. We've we've thus far in the in the rest of the podcast referred to this as the water cycle. Here mm-hmm. and now, we'll take a vote between all of you if we retcon it to be Skyontology. I do kind of like Skyontology.
2: I feel Maybe like the water cycle is the doctrine.
3: Yeah, I agree.
2: Mm, of sky Skyentology
0: okay. and water cycle doctrine okay this is all canon and it's all going to eventually get added to the wiki as well
1: i'm so sorry for renaming your religion jd just because you know i don't believe in it (laughs)
3: um i feel like we need a special word for atheists (laughs) in like cloud culture there's a pun there somewhere (laughs) just dense dense clouds dense clouds (laughs) those would be the flat the flat clouders Uh,
0: so most surfaces and so we'll we'll get into the game and the story very shortly There's, there's one last thing of world building to um chuck in there first uh in order for this game to make sense is that most surfaces and land and objects and things that aren't people are made of a cloud-like substance called elementus and for the sake of mechanics and gameplay it's basically cloud that can be made solid by trained craftspeople and it um, can behave like wood and steel, concrete all the materials we come to expect in our world and it, all ran- it, it comes in a range of the spectrum between white, grey and black but it's a very common practice for people to quote-unquote decorate things by infusing them with different coloured, like harmless charges of electricity. So people might decorate their house by like, it's made of white elementis, but they sort of fill it with purple lightning to like, I've got a purple house, because my white house is filled with lightning sort of thing.
3: I have a question.
0: No <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> no, um what's the uh Okay, if if it's all has the properties of of actual matter, but it floats, right? That's how it yep. stays up in the air. So if you had like a lone brick, would it would it would it just float in place or would it float away? Uh, no, it,
0: it, it it's all. So we have gravity in the form of things being held to the cloud kingdom. So, like the your cloud kingdom acts as its own gravitational floor. Okay, cool. So if you held if you held up a cloud brick, it would fall to the floor of your kingdom. Okay, cool. Or if you held it off the edge of the kingdom, if you were in the outskirts, like tipping sky cows or something in the in the rural area, you could you could tip a sky cow off the edge and it would fall to the great puddle. <laughs>
3: cool, great. As as happens frequently amongst your uh, thrill seekers.
2: So it wouldn't like it wouldn't like fall down and then like sort of stick to the other side. Like like both sides of the you know, how can what's the like how how much research is there in terms of like escaping the the um what's it called? Like terminal the, the, velocity. Terminal velocity? No, that's as fast as you can going down. It's the escape no oh, velocity. Yeah. What's the escape velocity the of a of a cloud thing?
0: Trying to escape the gravity the gravitational pull. Yeah. Um I mean, you, you tell me, are, are there groups devoted to investigating this and like trying to get to the underside of the cloud kingdom? Like, there's real estate on the on the underside that we're not. Oh using. my God, it is it's yeah, real estate. real yeah. estate. So, so you're
1: saying That's it cool. is a flat cloud, ki- like it is flat cloud.
0: Mm. Flat Earth town. Is whatever. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's very, it's, yeah. Like a think of a continent, a floating cloud continent, and there's lots of different ones floating around the world. What if we called it Castle Cloud?
1: but there's lots of castles. Yeah.
0: There? Your kingdom yeah. could be called Castle Cloud. Yeah. And all the other ones are like, what a tryhard, we've got a castle too. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we have a castle in a
3: cloud. And they're like, yeah, that's the entire like way our species is. And we're like, yep. Yeah. Literally everybody's got that. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but we said that we had it
2: i like it it's understated
3: we we say like we don't name things after what they are all the time like the sahara desert isn't just desert desert
0: (laughs) um okay so we've got a working title or we've got skyland so far for the world itself for the realm itself um your kingdom is called castle cloud (laughs) because you're dicks um (laughs) ours is the castle in the cloud so uh let's jump into the story oh and um yeah so listeners aren't confused uh, about the game system we're using this we're, we're not playing D. uh we are playing a system that i made up called um d12 go and um it this is kind of the first proper play test so it could be very broken i apologize in advance <laughs> to the players and the listeners if this is pure garbage whatever happens in this game is canon for Arcus's history um, but we might alter the rules from time to time if, if I find that things are not making sense. <laughs> cool, so, the story. Insert music here, Brad, in post. Once a year, the fabric keeping your realm separate from another, weakens. Uh, this event is known as the breaching, and can last anywhere between one and five days. So it's sort of like a, like a monsoon season kind of thing. Where, like, people know it's gonna happen, but they don't quite know what to expect. Uh, Some citizens hunker down and hide during this potentially dangerous time uh, while others revel in it and go breach hunting. So much in the way of like the Purge in the Purge film, some people hide until all the danger's gone and some people go out and get amongst it. Each year the breach epicentre appears close to the royal keep of Castle Cloud and the heart of the city so each year the royal family and all the wealthy uh, merchants and nobles who live in that region will shelter as far from the city as possible uh, often going way out to the outskirts of the kingdom to go sky cow tipping Arcus and their two uh, well we'll get to your relationships in a moment i suppose are going breach hunting for the first time this year and now you can all tell us a little bit about how your characters would be feeling about that uh, and what are your motivations and describe Things like how you would go about defending yourselves, uh, how you would prepare to take care of any breaches that you might run into, and also how you come together and, and what you'd all be doing in the build-up to this event.
3: Right, well, I, I think personally, I've been held back uh, before this year. This is a, a coming of age time for me <laughs> because this year I've decided that I wanna sneak out and I'm gonna fight with the Breach. The problem is, is I definitely don't have like great health, um, so I don't know how I'm going to fare, which is very funny because I can't really die before I go to Aizen. <laughs> I'm excited to show that I'm a Cloud person. <laughs> I was trying to say, like, I'm a man now or I'm, you know, but it doesn't, I'm a person now. I'm a cloud person. I'm not just a demon. I'm a cumulus, you know, like. (laughs) I'm going to prove my worth to my family, like, I may not be next in line, but I am part of the royal family. I haven't done
0: anything (laughs) until now. And they disapprove greatly of of anyone breach hunting. They think it's reckless, uh, and they especially don't want their family being involved in this. So that what you're doing is definitely clandestine. Yeah. Uh, they they would not have let you leave if they knew that you wanted to.
3: No, I'm I'm a rebel. I I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> no one's as bad as I am. I'm gonna go out and hug <laughs> Nene's all over.
0: <laughs> um. And Troy and George, what do you think you would be doing in the in the build up to this event, and how how do you think you would come together with Arcus?
1: Well, my family works for the noble cloud kingdom families. They uh, raise kai cows and cloud cows, obviously. And um, I almost said harvest their milk, which isn't what you should say. <laughs> <laughs> but we um, do that. Um, and <laughs> I've saved up all year enough raindrops so that my mother can actually float away to the edge of the. Uh, kingdom, so that she's safe during the breach, and so that I can protect and serve my best friend Arcus, who I've known all my life. I've got my axes, blunt and blade, and I'm ready to go in there, swinging them both, and protecting Arcus at all costs, no matter what. My dad, my uncle, my other uncle, and my third uncle all died in the, <laughs> the breaches, but hey, my mum's safe, and I'm ready to protect my friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she was a strong woman, your mother. <laughs> Got family history with the breach. Nice. That, I like that.
2: Fergus um, uh, is uh, similarly uh, going out into the breach to, to prove themselves. Family. As uh, the youngest child in a very competitive, excruciatingly wealthy family. Uh, who made a lot of their money off sort of owning the land on which Sky Cow, Skad, uh, the Sky Dairy industry sort of was propagated on, uh, mm-hmm. as well as sort of like corporately annexing sort of the Lightning Generation you know, uh, mills, uh, you know, in an effort to prove themselves to their uh, father who doesn't really acknowledge their existence. They're also going out into the breach. Although Fergus is smart enough to know that it would be unwise to go out by themselves, so uh, sort of call on their childhood friend with whom they get they get wind of Artus's uh, breach attempt and is gate crashing it, blackmailing them that uh, to take to take Fergus along with them on the heroic journey, uh, otherwise Fergus is going to tell on them. Is the Sort of the thing. Uh, in preparation, he has ransacked uh, his father's personal laboratory and taken uh, a, a wand, which looks like a curved snake. Uh, it's very wiggly. Uh, he also has taken uh, the family sword, uh, which is a quite sizable, big, bastard sword, which uh, is very disproportionate to uh, <laughs> Fergus's acumen uh, physically.
0: Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I especially, I love that um, tagging along by force um, kind of thing of like, yeah, you're not allowed to go breaching, but if you don't let me go with you, I'm going to tell everyone that you did it. Yeah, it's kind of...
3: I, I, like, I like that you put air quotes around uh, friend,
0: which of course people listening wouldn't have been able to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, George did air quotes, uh, so meaning friend (laughs) is kind of more closer to frenemy, I think. Frenemy, yeah, maybe more rival. Yeah,
3: Yeah.
0: rival. I definitely
2: sort of say slightly hostile cousin is sort of the
0: yeah hostile cousin. (laughs) Uh, so that's all that's got you know you you guys and your motivations and what you're personally doing to prepare yourselves for for this and and who you are in the in the lead up to this happening so um i guess we need to so where where do you think you would be so the the breaches typically happen like right in the epicenter but if, if we imagine say you know in the in the hours leading up to when the breaches begin like do you think you would be camping out at in like a public space would you find that a house of a friend of a friend and be hanging out there or something um like what what do you think like where do you think you would be placed before this happens
1: i imagine my uh family farm slash home is relatively near where all the nobles are which is that close to the epicenter
0: sure why not let's say it's sort of halfway between the outskirts and the epicenter well then we have a history
1: Ah yeah. Arcus, if you want to come over, my mum's not home and, and, and my dad and all my uncles are dead. So we could prepare oh, for the breach there.
3: Yeah. We could do like, um, a preparation puzzle or a training montage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I just meant like a jigsaw, but yeah, <laughs> I guess we could prepare for the, for the fighting.
0: <laughs> this, this dangerous thing I've been forbidden to do and I'm going to go do, I don't feel like preparing at all.
3: <laughs> well, what happens happens, you know. Um, I'm just excited to see what's up. I think it's a little bit, I think it's a conspiracy. I don't think that, that it's, it's that bad. Yeah. They're peasants. <laughs> what can they do? You know?
1: Zef just uh. kind of looks away realising that maybe all of his family have been killed by a <laughs> Conspiracy because they were
0: peasants. <laughs> um, okay, so if you guys are hanging out at um, Zeph's family farm, um, or at least family home near near the farmlands, um, Fergus, so and you catch wind <laughs> pun um, <laughs> of, uh, of 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 plan somehow. Maybe that's through some kind of rumor mill.
2: Yeah, um, no, I was, I was, um, I was, I was, I was like conjuring the winds sort of like a weirdly creepy thing that people do in this in this world is sort of like like sort of conjure the sound through the wind like sort of creating a gust so when people speak a gust like comes by and like picks up the words after they've been said and carries them off okay um, and, in that you know, case let's, like, let's
0: have our first let's have our first die hmm? roll of the game um, so oh yeah so George if you could roll me your d12 and add your senses and it sounds like you could also add that dark art skill that you gave yourself as well
2: yeah i can cool so that's a, a zero i got an eight i had a as i was going with the rules i have uh, my senses is negative two and my dark arts is plus two and i rolled an eight <laughs> so i got an eight okay
0: oh yeah so you that you, that is a questionable success so you do hear the so on the winds you do hear the this plan that Arcus and zeph have got that they're going to hide out until the um breaching begins and then they're going to go into the epicenter but you also receive some kind of negative repercussion Mm -hmm. and i'm going to say that when you whenever you do uh, show yourself to them or reveal yourself to them they know exactly what you did to find out like they know that you eavesdropped on them magically Mm -hmm. oh
2: did you feel that uh, I'm sort of like a block away I'm sort of like in like a ford cuddled down like sort of by a dish sort of, I've tracked them there because I'm like something's mysterious why are they going there and so I've been doing that I'm sort of over in the bush, over in the bush. so I'm probably like looking out like poking my head over the ditch just and you can probably us. see me out your window just sort <laughs> of in the corner just this like small like <laughs> like
0: yeah so you see Fergus outside your window what do you guys do there he is again <laughs>
3: <laughs> again yeah it's it's kind of embarrassing um not that he's doing it just how often we see him doing it uh <laughs> i i wanna i go and open the door what it's is it late now is it time?
0: um let's say it's late afternoon so the this, this sun's still up or the light is still out i haven't decided on the solar <laughs> arrangement of this world but it is still light out but it probably won't be for much longer
3: okay i i like open the door and i'm like just can you can you get in before it gets dark <laughs> you're making me anxious
2: <laughs> i look around uh in the ditch and and sort of look along the roads and pull out my my big hood uh, my black robe uh which is like designed it's sort of uh, it's got no distinguishing features on it in a way which makes it incredibly distinguished <laughs> You know, it's an incredibly well-made cloak with no features in a way which is incredibly fashionable.
0: So, is it is it unadorned? So, it's just white, grey, or black?
2: Uh, it's just entirely black. Uh, oh, I guess if it was camouflage in this world, it would be more of like a grey. I think it's black. I think it's it's,
3: it's definitely unless you specifically black. look like a storm cloud. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's a stormy look. It's uh, pretty boy. Make
3: sort of, I really
2: tied to my side and pick up a, a small run. Uh, to get there, and I'd be like and I, I, I sort of push past Arcus and bring myself through the door and pull the door closed behind me and say, I know what you are doing
1: Arcus, uh, Zeph Yeah, we know, we we felt you listening to our, <laughs> our shoot the breeze You, We felt it
2: It appears my magic still needs some work Father was right
3: How, how is Uncle, um... Do you want some NPC Uncle names? Uncle Dubious?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, I was like, all of our names have to do with clouds, right? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Mm-hmm. I, I I prepared for this. Uh, I've got <laughs> a bunch of NPC names written somewhere that are different ver- um, translations of the word cloud.
2: My father's name is certainly Dubious Squalor. Um, I just wanna, <laughs> that is definitely a preparation I have. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep dubious squalor i like that <laughs>
2: i respond with my father is cold and different and dignified as always
3: classic dubious
0: mm, uh-huh.
2: i would uh, agree now enough small talk i know what you're up to this evening i know you plan to visit the breach but i'm not here to stop mm. you oh i want you to take me no. with you take me into the
1: breach are, are you sure you didn't want to stop us? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm.
2: What would be the point of stopping you? Frankly, I couldn't care if you lived or died in the breach. I can't go there myself.
3: What can you... Uh, what, what... Like, what reason do we legitimately have to take you? Because you're kind of weird... You stalk me, you overhear our conversations, at family gatherings, you always pretend like you don't know me, and then introduce yourself to me like it's the first time we've met.
2: <laughs> if you don't, take me. Please, Argus. we were friends from such a long age, and yes, I had to find the the previous knowledge of having met you, but I was around some excellent quality people, sort of high, high dignity society, Arcus have to understand, but we, you know, we're friends from way back. And if you don't tell me, I, um, I call, uh, I call up a ball of wind, uh, and whisper. Uh, I will say, Otis is going to the breach. We're at the we're at Zo. Windball. Windball a wind ball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, uh, we're we're all You don't, have, hand, you don't, you don't have to
3: do that. You don't have to do that. You can stop. You can stop. It's fine. It's okay. No. You don't it's fine. Okay. You don't have to Man, this is what I'm talking about. You don't have to you don't have to blackmail me, dude. You just you could just come, I guess, just like cut out the creepy stuff and trying to listen to our conversations. Just be just just, just calm, calm the storm
1: it's oh. really creepy and like Arcus doesn't need that they've got me to protect them, they don't need you being weird because then I've got to protect them from you and I'm already going to have to protect them from everything from the breach
3: well, I, I, think... don't, I don't know if I need to be protected
1: well I don't, well
2: I need protection, I need you two to take me in there I need to see what it's like I've dreamed of the breach the same dream every night the last six months i've dreamed of me going into the breach but i don't know how to get there that's i need you crazy. to take me
3: that's insane i dream a different dream every night what dream do you dream every night no it's diff i couldn't it would be too many to tell <laughs> they're all that's different they're all extremely like, different every time <laughs> yeah oh yeah no, there was one time there was a chair um but the thing that i've really learned is that no one cares about your dreams and when you tell them uh it makes people go to sleep so yeah, the breach the right. is happening
0: <laughs> uh yeah so while you while you're all having this conversation and slowly becoming a unified party um whether you like it or not um you? you hear this this voice outside and it's it's clearly being amplified to cover you know like a a distance and uh you hear attention curious citizens of castle cloud the breaching has begun please keep yourselves and your loved ones safe so far breaches have been spotted in the central south bazaar castle cloud university and the new construction zone on the East District. Please stay away from these areas and make sure you spread the word about these and any other breach sightings.
1: Oh, oh. There's the
0: announcement from Swift every year. And then you, you hear the same announcement happening, but, like, clearly from a further distance, like you're hearing echoes of it, as if this person or this, this cumulus is moving from place to place, saying the same announcement?
3: Um, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what just happened. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could not focus on the words. All I could think about was how... Uh, Troy made me listen to <laughs> Native Eisen right before we started. <laughs> not not today, but yesterday, just so he could show me you doing Swift's voice. Um, I, I forgot
0: about Swift until Troy reminded me today, and I was like, I was like, the the, the town crier doing the announcements is definitely going to be Swift. Um, he <laughs> me. He was like, just yep. an
3: incredible voice. Listen to this, and I was like, that is literally slid, uh, Sid the Sloth. It is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the
0: inspiration for it. Yeah, which just made Troy madder. Yeah, so what he just presented to you was an announcement that, yes, the breaching has begun, um, and that he gave three different locations for where breaches have been spotted so far. Um, Those are the Central South Bazaar, Castle Cloud University, and a construction zone in the East District
3: cool so we got three spots we can hit
1: up and 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 brad d12 go is like pokemon go we we're going to those locations now to raid together right
0: you can well here's what i thought was i would put three potential missions in front of you and you would pick one which one applies to you um Um, i feel like the i I don't like railroading so i was like i'll give them options (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, I like
0: the university or
3: the
1: bazaar are both
3: ones that interest me.
1: I don't know about y'all. I don't know. I have a thing for abandoned construction sites.
3: You would. It's because you read animals.
1: <laughs> Fergus is
2: uh, uh, overcome when he hears the university. The university. Fergus will be studying at the university and he's got um, a lot of pushback uh, for his advanced theories of magic that he's been sort of talking and his magic philosophy (laughs) classes. Uh, He's got a lot of pent up uh, rage and he is eager to get to the university uh, to settle some debts.
3: Okay, well then I'm I'm gonna make a executive call to not get blackmailed some more. I'm kind of like, I'll go along with Fergus's most because I also want to check out the university and because I know that Zephyr is gonna come along wherever I go anyway. So his opinion really doesn't matter.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also think that my, the, the,
2: the construction site is owned by my family and I want to avoid there because it's, you know, potentially incriminating for me to be there. Don't right. purge
1: where you eat and
3: sleep. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. I mean, he's still going to eat and sleep in the construction site,
0: but, you yeah, know. I mean, if I,
3: anything, I, he's more likely to eat and sleep at
0: university. That's true, yeah. Then let me just scroll down my sheet to They Pick University.
1: <laughs> My mm, i love choose your own adventure books
0: that's basically what dnd is it's a choose your own adventure book that hasn't entirely been written down yet um okay so on
3: choose your, own, choose your own adventure
0: yeah so on this first night of the breaching you hear a range of different places you could go and you choose as a group to visit castle cloud university Wow, the world of Skyland, the kingdom of Castle Cloud, and the religion of Skyontology. This is some top shelf improvised world building, folks. Throw in a scheming blackmailing cousin and an overprotective friend, and you've got yourself a recipe for the good good stuff. What's going to happen at the university? Will they find out firsthand what makes the breaching so dangerous? I guess we're going to have to wait and find out. As you will know by now, we could not make this show at all without the love and support from our awesome Patreon supporters. They are Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Armin Cucci, Laura Christine Goodman, and James Blycerz from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Ijo Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Alfamata, Sam Malcolm from Tabletales, Kyron Files, Lauren Flake, Dealer, Rihanna Cavalcic, Kevin Swift from The Dice Cop, and Edwards, Victoria and Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickers from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Lickkice, Andrew Evans, and Emily Holman from The Grow <laughs> so close grow out of it podcast uh thank you all so so much we appreciate every single one of you and all the love just love i love love don't you love 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 uh we also appreciate sweet reviews on apple podcasts and stitcher and podchaser and podcast addict if you have that on your phone uh not to mention just good old-fashioned word of mouth you've got friends Why not tell them about Fate of Ison? It's so easy! We love growing our listenership and your awesome friends are the perfect people to help us do that. Your friends are so cool. Seriously, you've got the best friends. Anyway, hit us up on social media if you want to get in touch or join us on the Necropodicon Network Discord server, there's a link to that on necropodicon.com as well as info about all of the other awesome shows on the network as well. So, yeah, lots of homework for you to do, get in touch if you want to learn more about the D12GO system, uh, give us a review, check out our Patreon if you're that way inclined, get in touch with social media, man we give you a lot of work to do. Anyway, I have blathered on too much, Thank you very much for listening. D.M. Brad out.
1: You've just finished listening to a Necropodicon Podcast Network show. And boy, was it scary. Or not scary. If you wanted it to be scary, or you like scary things, you should head on over to necropodicon.com. To check out my new podcast, Shivers. Every other week, I sit down to explore all things scary. While you're on the website, check out all of the other great shows that the Necropoticon network has to offer. That's necropoticon.com. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.